right, so that is the, uh, the quantum theory is the theoretical basis of modern physics that explains the nature and the behavior of matter and energy on the atomic and subatomic level. Um, so the nature... Oh. Oh. What's up, you fucking nerd? <laughs> Whoa, hey! You just inter- inter- interrupted me doing my, my new podcast about quantum physics. Oh, quantum physics. Is that what happens when the quantums get physical with one another? Uh, no, it's the nature of behavior. I just was explaining if you want to listen to nah. jo- Joe's super awesome quantum physics podcast. Oh, it's a all about quantum <laughs> physics podcast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, do a lot of talk, talk, talk a lot about, Hell yeah. about quantum physics. How many episodes have you done on each each law so far? <laughs> I didn't even know there was laws. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there have to be. It's science. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much, <laughs> I thought that was a great intro. I even talked to you about it and everything. <laughs> it was great. I liked it. Welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. Totally haven't missed one beat at all. We've been doing this thing the whole time. I just forgot to upload them. How's that for a, a bad excuse? You forgot to upload some of them? No, I've, oh, I've, okay. I've, I'm very up to date. Okay, cool. I was going to say, if people missed out on that, that brand new segment, <laughs> it's straight before a long break. <laughs> I really got some traction going. <laughs> well, it, it's good that we did that 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 segment because now he's being sued for 150 million dollars. Yep. yep. Uh, the segment we're talking about it. What was it again? I don't know if it officially had a name yet. The the Giuliani tapes. The Giuliani tapes. Yep. Yep. He's being sued. What was he being sued for? Uh, Defamation of uh, some workers. Election. Yeah, workers. election workers. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Uh, well, I'm assuming it'll be just like Alex Jones where he doesn't have to pay. He won't even pay it at all. Because Alex Jones isn't... He got sued for a billion. Alex Jones, though, he's like... He's okay being a scumbag. Well, uh, Giuliani is, too, I feel like, at this point. I think he is, but I think he still thinks he has an air of, like, being a a good guy. Alex Jones is just like, I'm not going to pay you. I'm going to do everything I can. How does that even... Bankruptcy. I'm going to transfer money to my dad illegally. I'm going to do all... I think Giuliani is going to... I don't know. I think he got it. he's going to end up taking it on the chin. You think? I don't know. He might not have that much money, but I could I, I could see him losing every penny. I think Trump will come and help him because he's, he's really good about coming and helping He always <laughs> bails out all his friends, just like all those people that are now rolling on him because he's not willing to pay their legal fees. <laughs> Idiot. I don't know. Like, he wouldn't even be paying them. He could just have his campaign stuff pay for them. Yeah. Or, or raise funds for him. Yeah. Now they're all rolling on him. And nothing will happen. Everyone's like, no, nothing's going to The dude's skated by everything. The dude's a fucking... <laughs> I saw some meme today that was like, when I was... It was him and he's like, when I was president, the lemonade was delicious. <laughs> it was. Now the lemonade is killing people. <laughs> <laughs> Under Joe Biden, the lemonade kills people. Two deaths. Two deaths. Two deaths, man. He's like... He's like <laughs> I don't remember lemonade deaths under Trump. What, what life... <laughs> When life hands you lemons, Joe Biden kills you with the lemonade. <laughs> that's who should be charged, the lemonade. No, wait, that's the problem. It's yeah. charged. Uh, spin your mic. See how the cord is, like, at an angle? Spin it around. Keep going. Perfect. All cool. Right. Probably just messed it up. Yeah, probably a little bit, but that's all right. Enjoy the for the rest, <laughs> the rest of the pot, everybody. Because we're putting this one out. Oh, yeah, no matter how, how this starts, it could be like just like. <laughs> yep. 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 So, how y'all been out there? Yeah. Awesome. Good. Cool. I actually, uh, shout out I to myself. I guess. <laughs> I got an alert from Google that they were going to shut down the phone call, the phone number because... Oh, no. <laughs> don't worry. I'm shouting myself out. I've been calling once a week. <laughs> I logged in and made some calls and texts. Nice. Hit us up, 216-260-5484. Keep us from getting shut down. Uh, send us your best... You know what? Let's do a... We'll, we'll throw out... We'll, we'll play your holiday wishes out on the air. Perfect. You wish wish grandma a happy holidays and then you can make her listen to this podcast. I'm sure she'll love it. Like try imagine trying to explain to your grandma like what a podcast it is. So it's like two guys talking. So it's radio? Well no, it's not on the radio, it's only on the internet. Do they get paid for this? 
We do get paid. Well, we well, can. <laughs> not these guys, though. <laughs> well, what's it about? <laughs> Local news and sports talk? Oh. So they do it for free? <laughs> God bless you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I almost slandered Liquid Death and said they play to pay us, but... I guess that wouldn't really be slander, seeing they sponsor every fucking podcast. Yeah, ever. I'm pretty sure they're just they're the official sponsor of podcasts, not even a podcast or multiple podcasts. Oh, you could hear the you can hear the crispness when you chug it. Um, we did get a phone call from the nine three seven area code not too long ago. Ooh. They didn't leave a voicemail though. Ah, I was ah. hoping it was about my car's extended warranty. I've been trying to get a hold of somebody. <laughs> um yeah so uh doing well been busy with work and life and life and work yep um yep trying to think um i think i have the best fantasy basketball team in uh, probably in the nation yeah it's pretty good yeah they <laughs> <laughs> <You> are <laughs> not to jerk myself off but it, it's mm-hmm. pretty good mm-hmm. well i'm i'm meeting my benchmarks so I, I'm just happy, man. We're getting better. We're getting better one day at a time. I uh, totally got the first overall pick. Even I text you. I'm like, so who's the first overall pick? You're like, it's you. I'm like, right. So who do I draft? <laughs> I think I texted you right after. I was like, unless you mean who are you supposed to pick? In which case, 99 out of 100 people say Jokic, and the 1% remaining say probably Jokic, but maybe Luka Doncic. <laughs> And then me, I pick it at two. I skipped Luka Doncic because I was worried Kyrie, Kyrie. would fuck everything up. So naturally, two rounds later, I draft <laughs> Kyrie. How is Kyrie even playing? He he's hurt right now. His uh, Dwight Powell, his teammate, went to try and get a rebound that was already being brought down into another guy's chest whose back was facing him. So Dwight Powell did a nice little jump through the air to kind of slap at it, hit the other guy in the head, and immediately fall on Kyrie Irving and his extended leg. So uh, Kyrie, I think, has missed this last week of basketball. And Do you want to hear how good my fantasy kind of team is? Definitely. Tell me all about I it. I have Dwight Powell, and he I sent him out to air the injure Kyrie. Wow, I didn't know he takes calls from his fantasy owners. That's a pretty cool dude, actually. I don't know if I actually have him. Do you remember? I, I think I've told you this story before. There was a, I don't it, think anybody has Dwayne Powell. Oh, if you do, your team probably sucks. I hope. I, yeah. Anyways, there's that story that Andre Rising got was getting interviewed after a game, and like, well, what do you say to the fantasy football owners out there that say that you should be doing better or something? He's like, I ain't here to play fantasy. I'm here to play real football. That makes sense. Yep. Can't be doing that. <laughs> um, I don't tell you. Yeah. Oh, you finally let DeAndre Hunter go, huh? Yeah. Picking up Sexton. Picking nice. up Sexton. Nice. He's been doing things lately. He has. Uh, the Jazz have uh, done a shakeup. I can't remember if somebody's hurt on their team, though. Oh, Renee's home. Cool. Just tell her not to mess up the pod, or I'm going to lose my damn mind um oh jordan clarkson's out that's why he's getting run yeah but uh you know they're pretty bad so they might just do whatever's fun um colin sexton as you know from his years with the Cavs, too a great scorer very fun to watch but he's probably not going to translate to wins and the jazz are trying to tank anyway so no and then um yeah oh that's a that's also a good point um I was thinking about that myself. <laughs> what that happen? <laughs> Go. Oh. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Colin Sexton he could be fun to watch for a little while. Uh, I I literally I just I really miss him. sorted by stats. Sorry, I got a little distracted. Uh-huh. Sorted by uh, the best uh, last seven game stats, uh-huh. and he had the best. And he was also picked up, like, he was 16% being picked up in the last few, like, the last three days or something. Plus like minus that. roster percentage? Yes. Yep. And I'm a sheep, so I just <clears> That's how you, you, you can find a lot of guys that way with the uh, the people that are being scooped up because of injuries or other uh, rotation changes. There's another hot pickup going on right now that uh, I'm keeping an eye on. Hopefully he makes it to Monday. We'll see. Who is it? can't remember <laughs> i honestly cannot remember who it was right now i'm trying to think of what the injury was 
Yeah, that's yeah, I don't know. That's what you get with the the Slayer Speech podcast is the the hot fantasy basketball tips. I picked I picked up a warrior because his last name ends in SKI. <laughs> Who was it? Uh Podzemski or something like that. They're doing uh Clay Clay Thompson flipped out the other night. He got benched in the fourth quarter. Basically Steve Kerr, they were lo- I think they were losing to a a bad team. And he basically sat Clay and told him he was like, "You're not playing the fourth quarter because he was doing pretty bad." I think he might have sat Draymond too, and Clay like flipped out. And so I was like, "Hey, this might work out." But of course, the next game, Clay Thompson went like eight for ten from three for thirty points or something like that. So that team's fucking imploding, huh? <clears throat> well, Draymond Green is imploding. Um, Clay Thompson looks like his body isn't quite holding up. Um, he's still going to have crazy shooting nights, but I don't think he can just do what he's been doing. It's all they don't have a good third and fourth option with those championship teams. They had Andrea Iguodala who at any point they could get him the ball and he could score. Um, but he wasn't asked to. So that was always really nice. They had Jordan Poole too, who just ball hawked <clears throat> like crazy. Yeah. Draymond green hadn't really been, uh, exposed as much as he is now. And he's getting old and stupid. He's, uh, he's on an indefinite suspension right now. So what is an indefinite suspension? It means we'll we'll you'll be reinstated when we're ready to reinstate you, and it probably means he has to do something. Um, but yeah, he just I don't know, man. I don't know how he justified this one, but he kind of just started flailing his arms with his back to another player that was coming up behind him, and then just kind of wildly swung at the guy. There neck. wasn't my main thing was there wasn't even a basketball move at all. It it wasn't a bad. It wasn't. A natural human movement. No. It was like a swinging, flailing uppercut that he wanted to make not make look like a swinging, flailing uppercut. But it was just weird. It was so he choked someone earlier this year. Rudy he Gobert, right? The guy in the neck. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. Put him in that who rear was, naked who choke, was breaking up a, a fight. Yeah, Clay Thompson and somebody else got mixed up, and there was a jersey tear, and Gobert literally went to very nicely pull Thompson away. You never want to see anyone grab your teammate, but. You can usually understand, like, oh, he's he's separating them. He's not touch- grabbing him. He's not choking him. Whatever. So Draymond immediately puts him in a headlock and drags him 20 feet across the floor. And then I think this other one was Yusuf Nurkic. So Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's a good guy, Draymond Green. And then Steve Kirk uh, originally was, like, not saying anything, and then he was getting called out. And so he came out and pretty much said, the guy who choked – uh, Gobert and the guy who punched Jerkic needs help. That's not the Draymond I know. I'm yeah, paraphrasing. He chilled out for a year, like when he had a baby, and he was like, "Oh, I don't want my kid to see me as like this." And now he's just worse. So that's fun. Fuck he, that guy. Yeah, I, but there's rumors that they might try and move one or both of them coming up. So that's why I took a I took a flyer on that. Pudzinski. Would anyone want Draymond Green or broken down Clay Thompson? Uh. I'd say a championship caliber team could use him as a, a last enforcer piece. Okay. For sure. He's one of those guys nobody likes, but as your teammate, you know he's going to go. That's kind of like we picked up. He's going to hard foul someone. He's going to frustrate other people. We picked up Perkins. Mm-hmm. Remember, he he just, almost runs his mouth too much, though. He, like, gets people, like, amped up to go against him. Perkins or? Uh, Draymond. Draymond, yeah. yeah. But Perkins, I remember they're like, <clears throat> Literally, they put him in, and he, like, fouled somebody in, like, the first eight seconds. Like, mm-hmm. it was literally, like, yeah. it was like putting yeah. in the, the hockey guy who's mm-hmm. just... Was... He was that quiet, scary. Draymond, like, runs his mouth too much. Yeah. Those Perkins-type guys were always great. Or, like, the Wallaces. I guess the Wallaces... Ben Wallace didn't run his mouth. Rasheed Wallace did. Yeah, but Ben Wallace was a freaking monster, yeah, dude. he was. But he he didn't really run his mouth too much, and then... But Rasheed was doing it for the whole, whole team's team. worth of talking. He was also good at it. Yeah, and he was also a good player. Yeah, I yeah. hated playing no, that whole it. that whole team. Yeah, Rip Hamilton, Chance, beat us in the, what was it the O three playoffs when Flip Murray had a rebound and he freaking just dropped it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got Flip Murray from them. Yep. yep. It was almost like they knew what they were doing. Yep. And we didn't when we put a bunch of everyone other than Z. It was just a bunch of random people around LeBron. Yep. Shoot it. Just wait for LeBron and shoot it. <laughs> but uh, Solo ball. Remember solo ball? Yeah. Literally, you would go up to the top of the thing. And mm-hmm. and when it worked, it worked. You know, right. when he could run down the lane like a running back and <clears throat> that could call for traveling mm-hmm. and get hacked the shit out of. Cavs uh, got some injury problems right now. 
everything in Cleveland has an injury problem. I hurt my neck and back yesterday at a show. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones without injury problems are the Guardians. Oh, shucks. Yeah, but they got new seats. <laughs> I just heard something about that earlier. I didn't really new catch blue, much of it. New blue seats. Where? Like bleachers? This the I think the seats are the the where I don't know. I, I saw a picture. It was just. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Why did you ever put green? When you really think about it, why wasn't it team colored? Probably because they got them cheap when they first put. <laughs> Well, no, that wasn't the Dolans though. That was a J. They spent they spent some good money on the team. It looks like they're just putting them everywhere. Oh, okay. I just heard it might be like a a process to get the whole stadium. Done. Look, this guy just marked off some random seats for no reason. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. Doesn't... Circling of seats. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Big Car- news. <laughs> <laughs> big, big news. Changing the colors. Yeah, like Cleveland Progressive. Uh, where did uh, Otani go to? The Dodgers for the Dodgers, and then he signed some uh, giant seven, contract. Seven, ten years, seven hundred million. Then you heard that he's like pretty much getting the Bobby Bonilla deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't really read how they were trying to do it exactly, but I think a big thing of it might have been not so much their salary cap was one thing, but also he might be trying to avoid having to pay California taxes on it. So he'll move out of California and get paid most of the contract when he's not paying 30% California taxes. Well, that doesn't sound like California love. No, it doesn't at all. That kind of seems like tax dodging. Wow. I mean. Thanks a lot, Biden. If I'm a, <laughs> if I'm a mid-market team who's going to try and make some runs at the title in the next few years, I might be calling the IRS up and seeing what that's about. Uh, you think they would really like I, somebody should look into it <laughs> I don't know man that's you know and it's just another thing that Trump was right about he's a foreigner came and take some jobs you know <laughs> <laughs> he did man but that's a, it's you know MLB contracts are a, a, a rising 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 tide lifts all boats type things other players are going to be happy that he got 700 million because now they're more likely to get up there well it was the same thing like when deshaun got that contract Mm -hmm. all the quarterbacks were like yeah guess what yeah but i mean that is kind of fucked up if i don't know man i don't know he's earning that income over the next 10 years while playing for the dodgers he shouldn't be able to just like not pay the income tax because well i assume they just what did Bobby Bonilla? Oh, that was New York, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, they still have a, probably a huge high tax bracket too. But what are you doing? I don't know. Not you. The it's dog. very interesting. Very interesting. I don't know. Fuck him. Fuck the Dodgers. They're the new Yankees. The Yankees are still the Yankees, but they're not as good. Well, they're going to get the number one overall draft pick in a few years. Because, <clears throat> are they? Well, the Guardians got it this year. Yeah, and then we'll draft that guy. And then just eventually trade him to the Yankees. They'll eventually get him, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got a new manager in Cleveland. I like it. Uh, Voight? Yeah, Vought, Voight, Voight, Vought. Vought. Uh, he was, I think he made his name catching for the Athletics or the Mariners? I want to say the Mariners. I want to say he played for both those teams. I think he was. I think he did. Um, and then uh, he coached for them last year, right? The Mariners, I think. A's? No, His, he played for the A's in 2022, it looks like. Yeah. I think he went there and retired. Yeah, well, did you see that his last at-bat was um, his retirement last at-bat, he hit a home run. Aww. Yeah, and his kids introduced him over the PA <clears throat> thing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah he coached the uh, Mariners this last season as well, which they had a, a pretty good year. Um if I recall, I think they were like a surprisingly good team. Yes, they were. Uh, Eighty-eight and seventy-four. So I mean, they're they they've well, they haven't been good in forever, right? Well, uh, they've been right there the last few seasons, Sorry. but I think they've kind of been shocking. Uh, let's see, they won the wild card last year too. Not this last season, but in twenty twenty two, they won the uh, series against the Blue Jays and then lost to the Astros. Well, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about it. 
Yeah, yeah, I like having another catcher in. I'm kind of glad now I don't have to worry that Sandy Alomar is going to have to leave the team because of one or two bad seasons. And I don't want to say our fans are fickle. <laughs> Fire Stefanski. Fire buddy. Stefanski. <laughs> Fire the the winningest coach we've had <laughs> in 30 years. I just don't get the game plan. I don't care that. I'd like him to explain it to me. <laughs> you know, all I that's all I ask, Steve. Call me up. And just let me know what you're thinking. Same thing with JB, dude. Like, every couple games, I don't know why he does a thing, and it makes me so mad. It'll be like, people are like... You know, I immediately call Ken Carmen up and go, fire this asshole. People are like, <clears throat> Kevin Stefanski doesn't run the ball enough. Well, we run it the most in the NFL. <laughs> God, which more you supposed We to could run it more. <laughs> No, I get Two the, to three times more. There was a few games where it was like, why are we having DTR pass the ball so fucking much? Yeah, yeah. But it's still like... You do have some of those. And definitely some sometimes where he's he's making calls and you're like, I don't know why you just did the play action. I don't know why you just ran that trick play. I'll say this year, there's been a lot less of those. It seems like he's kind of figuring out the time uh, he, for gadget plays. He did do that gadget play. He's not as... Was it the Rams game? We was that like a double reverse? Yeah, yeah. And then they, they just dropped, dropped it. it. <laughs> but you know, I mean, they've been working so well too. So I mean, no, they they've been working really I well know, this year. And like, there's been less situations where you're just like, why are you doing that right now? It, that Rams one was a bad one too, yeah. and because it it also gets accentuated by the fact that it went wrong. Well, but I, I think he's done a lot less of those things. Where you're like, what? and he's the first first time head coach, right? So I always laugh because. They do that Najoku screen all the time, mm. and I talk all sorts of shit about it, and then it works once a game, yeah. then it'll go. But I'm like, I fucking, Najoku's playing out of his mind for the most part. He had one it. or two bad games that he'd been. I was super, was it last week where he had a couple touchdowns? Yeah, last week against the, uh, uh, who did we play last week? Oh, the bad team that beat us. No, last week we won. Oh, wait, we did? Yeah, who do we play? Don't look at it. I gotta remember this. I gotta remember it. Uh, the Jaguars. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. I want to say against the Jaguars. That's right. That was it. Yeah, we lost to the Rams. Yeah. Who then lost to Baltimore? Uh, <clears throat> Cooper Cup looking kind of old. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I always liked him as a player, but that rookie they picked up. Um, he's playing out of his mind. A running back? No, the Rams picked up that rookie. They drafted a rookie. Uh, Kuto or, or Kuto or something. He's a wide receiver. And he, oh, he's a wide receiver. Okay. He broke like the Rams wide receiver rookie records already, and yeah. they've had some stud wide yep. receivers there. You yep. know, I don't know. Why I thought he was a running back because he lit us up a little bit. Yeah. Well, the, the, what I've noticed is Jim Schwartz's defense is awesome, obviously, but if you get a really good offensive mind coach with a veteran QB, they're able to scheme against it. Uh, Sean McVay and Russell Wilson schemed against it real good. Um, I mean, he was coming right to the line. Russell Wilson was coming right to the line, and they, they were saying it on the broadcast, and you could hear it. He would come up, see the defense, and, and just call another play, and then they ran the ball out of the you – know, them and the Rams ran the ball really good, well against us. The other thing is this defense is great at home, but away – they just are. They just are a sieve sometimes. I mean, they just give up so many yards. <clears throat> so uh, the home field advantage is obviously a thing. Um, tomorrow we have the Bears, um, and last time we played the Bears, we broke a Miles Garrett broke a sack record, um, and then Justin um, Fields made a comment that we that he were going to neutralize the Browns' defense and they're going to handle Miles Garrett next week or this week. He said that? Yeah. So that's really good for Bears He fans. was always good, even at Ohio State, on giving the other team locker, locker room material. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, like, please just stop. <laughs> like, you're good. Everybody knows you're, you're, you're pretty good. Yeah. Well, well are- you know what? Fields actually – I don't think Fields was that bad. I mixed him up with uh, Terrell Pryor. Pryor was really bad. Fields did it every once in a while, but he always seemed to do it on big games. Like, I don't think I'd be running my mouth right before I play against Miles Garrett. No, especially he didn't... Even a good defense. You can can maybe say it, but the guy that's going to be hitting you, like... And who's our other guy who doesn't get a lot of sacks but always hits the quarterback? Joke? I fucking love it. 
Joke? No, not JOK, because he gets the sacks, too. Um, our one lineman who doesn't actually get him a lot. JOK was one hell of a draft pick. That guy, when we drafted him, everyone was like, what's he going to do? Is he going to be safety? Is he going to be Oh, I was, I was excited about it. Oh, I, I, I wasn't sure. I, 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 I thought he could be nothing, but I the, the ceiling was amazing because they kind of drafted what Jabril Preppers kind of with that and they were kind of like he, mm-hmm. he's a hybrid he'll play all over and that didn't really work out we also traded him kind of early for Odell um but man that JOK is freaking a beast yeah no he's just he's a fucking ball player with yeah. instincts I was always super excited about that he because he played for uh what Notre Dame right yes and I could be wrong we only got him there because of his injury to be honest, he and, had and a heart the, condition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, okay. I, he might. I thought maybe he had an injury too, or maybe that just all came out right around. The, right around draft. That's yeah. why he dropped so far. Um, but like I knew I liked him. I was like, there was that kind of like size difference thing. Is he going to be a linebacker or a safety? But I was like, I don't care. I want this guy. Yeah. Even and, if if nothing else, he was going to be a guy that you would keep on your team, special teams for seven years because he was going to do something. He was just – there was no way he was not going to work out in summer. Now, you get a special teams player in, what, second or third round. It's not great. Yeah. Like, he was going to contribute. I well, I told – did I ever tell you a story when we drafted Justin Gilbert? A buddy of mine texted me from Oklahoma and was like, oh, you got a good pick there. I'm like, oh, what is his strength? He's like, he's a really good kick and punt returner. Okay. Uh, like, what's he good at, like, other than that? Because we just drafted this guy first with our first round pick, mm-hmm. you know. I can't. I don't think it's Zadarius. I think it's Delvin Tomlinson. Isn't he the one that's always knocking the quarterback down? Um, yeah. There. How, yeah. Sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> Knew it. Nailed it. <laughs> well, you'll see it. You'll see it tomorrow. Maybe. I, don't know. I think I, uh, they might just be completely neutralized. The, you know, that's what they said. That's, that's, that's what he said. Speaking of Ohio State quarterbacks, yeesh. Yeah, well, he wasn't very good. We got a lot of transfers going out. <clears throat> oh, oh, do we more than just Kyle McCord? Uh, like three, two safeties, three or four guys in the secondary overall. Uh, Julian Fleming, who I would think was going to be, just knock something out. Uh, you know, they're still we're still not sure if Harrison's committing. Uh, going to the draft or recommitting to Ohio State. Well, someone offered him a ton of money to stay at Ohio he, State. Did you see that? He's going to get more NIL money than he would make as a rookie first first top three draft pick. Yeah. But you've got to realize you can't get to your second NFL contract until you do the mandatory years. Yeah. So thinking about it, like he'll have more money in his pocket next year at the end of the year if he stays at Ohio State. But in five years, he will have cost himself – Forty million dollars, assuming he pans out, you know. Um, but I mean, I, you know, if he only had someone in his family that like he was close with that like could spot him for a few years, <laughs> or or could even give him some advice about the the game of football, yeah. you know, like well, it's not like just to say you're going to make more next year. We're talking about the difference between three million and four million, or whatever ridiculous and ideal he's going to get. He just, you know, if he just had someone who was. A smart, well-educated man that maybe played the sport. Even, mm-hmm. And if he did, maybe if he was pretty good and possibly could be in the so Hall of Fame. So a role model. <laughs> the kind of person you think of his family. Yeah. <laughs> and who would probably, maybe even possibly played for one of, like, maybe played with, like, a really, really talented quarterback, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe even, like, a really another talented other wide receiver. That would mm-hmm. be crazy. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome for him. <laughs> Uh, Julian Fleming transferred out, who was one of our better receivers last year. But it's he's played Ohio State for four years and honestly hasn't stuffed that many stats. He had a great year last year while Harrison was out most of the year. I remember that, yep. Um, but he's transferring probably to Penn State, it looks like. Because uh, he was originally very close commit to us or Penn State. Um, so he's out. I don't know, it's just... Uh, there, this kind of thing was always going to happen. We have too much depth the COVID year. The extra scholarships are coming up now, so there was we were always going to lose a few people, but um, I don't. Know, I just think the the funk around the team, which it's weird to say, you lose one game to Michigan, it's like oh, down year. Man. It's been a real down three years. I gotta say though, if you say there's a funk around the team, I don't. 
I don't usually consider that like a bad thing because I you can't stop the funk. You can't stop the funk. That's true. You know, we got the funk. <laughs> Gotta have that funk, baby. <laughs> Gotta have it. <laughs> dude, uh, dude it. I think I think Sweet Chin Music needs a couple very uh uh yeah, funkadelic song, man. I I uh what's what's it called? I make a motion. I don't know that one. You second the motion. I don't know that one either. And then we vote on the motion. I don't know that one. I was thinking more of like like atomic dog. Could you imagine me up there like making making dog ear things like I could. I could. Last night there was this drunk lady and she was dancing with these Spanish speaking folk. They didn't speak a lick of English. And like we played a bowl. Catch again. any of their names? Uh, God, um, <laughs> I didn't. But the one guy here, I took a pic, a screenshot. Hold on. <laughs> Where's this going? Oh, and I just want to show oh, you. Oh, this was a sweet chin music show at Clutch Clutch Lanes out in uh, Cuyahoga Falls yesterday at the bowling alley. Yep. I heard. Uh, I heard it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. I heard it was a, a real bowling ball. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> guy looks like a nerd. <laughs> They they stuck around and normally like every other time we play that the room's empty and there's like three people in there. But it's like a good practice, you know, for a show where there might be a lot of people. Uh we may have a have a very interesting scoring update from the Colts Steelers game. Uh oh. Well, hold on now, dude. The score is currently thirteen to one. What? what it says. There's no way you can possibly score one point in football. Okay, it's gotta be wrong. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah, it's being scored wrong right now. Because it looks like it was a touchdown. I was like, shit, did they like block the extra point? Can you run back an extra point block? Yeah, but that's two points, I think. Is it? That's what I thought. But it looks like they have a touchdown and that the score is just wrong. Way to go, Google. Uh, now I look like an asshole. <laughs> Raiders looked pretty good last week or this week. <laughs> Boy, just, I don't even know what happened. They blew out the Chargers. It was like oh, 40. The Chargers look so bad. I love it. It was 45 nothing at halftime or 43 nothing. So. And then they interviewed Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, at halftime. And he did the interview and he's like, we just got to go out there and play better <laughs> football. Like. There were people calling for his job at halftime. Halftime, yeah, like, yeah. It's so it's done. Yeah. It's done. That would have been. I mean, people were like, "Think about it. They can they can be the first team to ever do it." And it's like, I don't think you really want that record. <laughs> well, they don't, don't have fans, you know. They they moved from San Diego to Los Angeles. There's mm-hmm. 18 billion things. And they weren't they looking pretty good a couple seasons ago. They've been when uh, they, Herbert yes. Herbert was like. The new thing. Yeah. Was and that, he's still pretty good. Was that last season or two years ago? Where both. He was, both. Yeah. The thing is, they're, they're like one of those teams that are like on the cusp. They've got a um, talented wide receiver. they got Austin Eckler at running back. They've mm-hmm. got a great quarter. Herbert, like, I don't want to say, he, he's pretty good. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. there's your top tier, then there's your second tier, which, you know, you'd love to have. He's no Joe Flacco, but he's definitely, sure. he's sure. definitely... Uh, a, a, the second tier, and he puts up the yards, but it's like they just don't put it together as a team. Yeah. No, I remember watching the last few seasons. Like, damn, this sucks for my Raiders. That yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna be good for a while, and I love watching the bottom fall out. Because as a Browns fan, we don't really get that. No, we we haven't seen many years where our rivals just fucking suck. I mean, how many years have we even had a year where the Steelers and Ravens were bad? The Steelers are supposed to suck right now, and somehow they are not. Like They're still winning games, and then they ran out of luck though the last few games. Well, Kenny P <clears throat> got hurt, mm-hmm. and so they put in the old Trubisky, the old hard R Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they called? <laughs> Hard arch risky, baby. <laughs> Wait, which one said a slur to Miles Garrett? Hard arch risky. No, no, not Trubisky. That wasn't oh, Trubisky. Was Miles Rudolph. That Miles. was Rudolph. Okay, I was like, if a Steelers quarterback was going to be called Hard R, 
it would be it would be him. Oh, it's Mason Rudolph. Hard R Mason Rudolph, not Trubisky, my bad. Okay. Hard R. I was wondering why you So it is Hard R Mason Rudolph, yeah. right? Okay. I was like, why is Trubisky <laughs> I, it's still a funny nickname. I want to retract my statement about Mitchell Trubisky, the good Northeast Ohio young mm-hmm. man. I just wanted to make sure that was clear. <laughs> it's still a cool nickname. I was wondering Daryl with you... a hard R. <laughs> I was wondering why you're having such a hard time with that. I'm like, what? Mitchell Trubisky, he's racist. I guess not. <laughs> no. That Mason Rudolph. No, they still no, were no. never able to find that audio. No. They told they told Miles Garrett to shut up real quick. Don't <laughs> You can't say the word either. You can't talk about him saying the word. That's how much you can't say the word. <laughs> You're right. Did I show you my new guitar? That looks beautiful. Yeah. That if I had to bet, <laughs> it would probably be your most expensive guitar. Well, you know it's expensive because it's first act. Ooh. Which is Beginner kids. That guitar. sounds like the the first act would be like uh, well the opener, so probably not good actually. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a this is your beginner guitar. This is like your intro so I'm wrong. You so you made a fool of me on the podcast, but you made a fool of me, Joe. <laughs> but what's really cool about this? Yeah, do you see uh, this Volkswagen logo on the neck here? Oh yeah, I wouldn't play that with a twenty foot pole. So <laughs> what? You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. I don't know. I just play Ram Court. Okay. I was so, just saying. I, <laughs> I didn't know if you knew the Grinch song. So, it's got the Volkswagen logos here and here. So, what's really neat about this guitar is uh, if you bought... If you, <laughs> built by Nazis. Go on. If you bought a Jetta from, like, 2001, 2002, you got a free guitar with your Volkswagen Jetta. And... What was also cool is you could plug this this first act Volkswagen Jetta guitar into your car and play it. That is so cool. Dang, dude! So it had a it had an aux cord in the car. Well, it's not an aux cord. It's, it's a quarter inch input. It has a quarter inch input That's into the better. car. Yeah, and then you want to see what else is sweet. I like this sweet new amp you bought. By yeah, the way. I want to show you that. You want because it's got that. Amp. Wait, is that it? What? That's the amp. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't even know that was an amp. Yeah. I thought that was what they called the tuner box. <laughs> <laughs> so what's really cool about this amp? Yeah, we're doing really well over here in the. Does your Jetta guitar plug into it? Yeah. Okay. So it has regular plugins. It. In fact, it's a normal guitar plugin. It's just that the car had a plugin for guitars. Correct. You didn't need the Jetta guitar though. No, it's just sweet. Look at it. I know, but so you could plug a regular guitar into the je- that yeah. Jetta then. Yeah, but what's also sweet I can't believe that didn't take off. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't believe the base models don't come with that now. So what's also cool is this guitar. That sounds normal, right? Yeah, it does. But if I flip this switch, check that out. Yeah, if I flip this this switch, there's a light on everybody. It gets a little louder. Oh shit. But now watch this. I'm about to blow your mind. It's got built-in distortion. What? It sounds terrible. The distortion's terrible, but it's still built-in. It's pretty bad. Alright, so... That's neat. Yeah, but I like it because it's got a blue light, so you can just be like... It does have a blue light. I like that light. More guitars should have lights on them. Yeah. But you want to see what's cool about this? we could patent that? Blue light. Lights on guitars. So, but this amp is really sweet because this is the new Spark something or another. Uh, new Spark something or another. Spark grid port. You can tell the dogs are not happy. They're running around like, oh, yeah, uh, Lou even wants out of the room yeah. and he never does. Nope. I could have done that. No, you're right. I'm oh. oh, God. <laughs> Just leave it open because as soon as you play three notes, she's going to want to leave. Okay. So. It's also it's so back 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 to the podcast here. Uh. <laughs> I like it this way. <laughs> <laughs> so what's <laughs> so a visual gag for the pod? We have only mostly closed the door on the dog and put something in front of it, so she just keeps jamming her nose in there every ten seconds. <laughs> 
Um, this new amp has a super cool ability to, you can change, um, it's got a, an app. I never thought I would be the guy who would get a guitar amp that has an app, but... It's just not... <laughs> I can't believe you'd do that. The, the, the purest in me is is died. <laughs> so we're just letting the dog in now. Oh, or it's closing the door. That's good. All right. But what's cool about this is it's got, like, all these crazy effect like, settings on it. So, like... Music! Yeah, so then you can just, like, that's uh, White Stripes. That's uh, the White Stripes effect? Yeah. Or the app. Oops. And then Hendrix. Now, this isn't the best guitar for it, because even though this guitar looks sweet and everything... Um, if you wanted to change to the back bridge position, so there's that, it just acts like a kill switch. Huh. So that's not supposed to do that. But I haven't fixed it yet because it's also kind of sweet because I could be like, I could be like. Oh yeah. And I'm doing that a it's lot. It's like on, a robot's talking. <laughs> I right do now. that a lot on stage. I'm like, all right, everybody, here's. As it was by Harry Styles. I haven't felt like this since I heard Frampton Comes Alive for the first time. <laughs> um, Does it have a Tiny Tim setting? Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> It doesn't it's not tiny, Tim. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, no, but it's got a synth. It's got two synths. That's pretty neat. Yeah. How does it do that? Uh, it's an app. I just... It's an app. How does it do that, though? How does it... It's quantum physics. How does it how does it coordinate <laughs> notes on a guitar to notes on a keyboard? Oh, I don't know. Like wait, do all instruments use the same notes? Yes. What? Tell me I'm gonna tell me if you know this effect or this. It just effect. seems like a synth would have a lot more. Sure. I get it I get it's still a Sure, I am trying to show you this amp. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tell me last one. Last one. Tell me if you know this one. Megabrain. Are you playing the song by the person whose app setting it is? Yeah. I don't know. I I can't get it. It sounds very familiar, but tonight's the night we'll get a truck. I can't sing and play that song at the same time. It's uh, "Police Truck" by Dead Kennedys. Okay. And I literally only downloaded Dead Kennedys. I only downloaded this setting just so I could do this. Well, that was kind of a no. Oh, you have to download all the different settings. Yeah, but I mean, it's literally... That would make sense. Yeah, but it's literally just... So have you searched for the Tiny Tim? Oh, you want me to search? Let's see. Uh, sorry, but it's... Uh, you were you were saying? Uh, it's super easy to get this set. I mean, I guess the Tiny Tim would just be like the ukulele one. Yeah, I don't know if they have that. In so you can do a ton of different an- instruments? Oh, yeah. Could you do like a piano? Do they have a piano? Well, piano? you can't do a ton of different instruments. Well, you have a synth. Yeah, but that's just... Uh, so I have... So I searched Tiny Tim. I have Tom Tony. Okay. Do you want to hear what Tom Tony sounds like? I, I don't kind know of who do. Tom Tony is. Me neither. <laughs> kind of just your standard. That's the other thing. I love this thing. But in everything, all like a lot of the presets just sound like a lot of like like 80s metal. Yeah. Uh, the Shed Blues. I don't know what this is. Let's hear the Shed Blues. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's like your... 
Jay Giles. Yeah, something like that. Uh, acoustic guitar tin. Just sounds like a clean guitar. Uh, uh, so the Jetta guitar has the Bluetooth hookup to the. No, I'm plugged in directly. Remember. This... What what is that running to? The amp. The amp is the amp. Yes. Not the guitar. Correct. The amp. Yes. I got it. Music. Ooh, that's pretty clean. Is this the, is this the clean the clean app? The clean filter app? Oh, that's beautiful, man. That's Tin Pin Alley. Tin Pin Alley. Ooh, yeah. Tin Pin. They got this this is this is me. This is going to be the me jerk myself of playing guitar podcast. I'm downloading that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. Uh, but yes, I apologize. There's no. There's a j- just a Tim. You want to hear Tim? Sure. Yeah, just. Oh, jeez, oh man. Alright, so that's the last of that. So it's pretty neat, huh? That is pretty neat. Thanks, buddy. I wouldn't trade it in. You deserve all of this. Well, I actually want... You deserve a nice time with your hobby and nice stuff. You deserve it, bud. I actually went and traded... Went to go trade in a bunch of stuff at uh, Guitar Center, Mm -hmm. and they took like a quarter of it. Um, so I just came back with it and tried selling it on Facebook. And how'd that go? <laughs> so I sold the drum set. Okay. Um, got $25 less than what I was asking, but okay. I also set myself up. I, there was like a price I was willing to take and they paid $50 more than I was going willing to take. So. Whoa, you got shit on, dude. You could have haggled so much better. You suck. Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, and then Guitar Center, they, they just go over your stuff with a fine tooth comb and um, find a reason to not buy it. Yeah. This economy, they can choose, bro. And they weren't they weren't even low they weren't even lowballing me. They were just straight up like we don't want this. No thank you. So anything exciting with you? Did you get any cool guitars? No, no new guitars. New amps? Uh, no new amps. Still no musical hobbies. Okay. I would uh I don't even know the last time I played my uh harmonica. Do you actually have a harmonica? I do. I do. And you don't even know the last time you played it? No. Nope, I have I to say, there was it's actually a, a time time recently before the ban that I couldn't tell you the last time I played guitar. Yeah. There was like probably like a, like, I would pick it up and... Like, uh-huh. But you were good enough that you could pick up where you left off for the most part. Yeah. I never really got good enough. It's going to be a whole uphill slog to get back to playing. I got to say, I, I honestly, there was at one point, I'm like, I don't even know if I could still play. Like, I knew I could play chords still. Yeah. Because I could still... But like I like leads and stuff. I wasn't sure. And then I picked up the guitar. I'm like, oh, I still got it for the most part. And mm-hmm. then just I start playing again every day. That's how it works, dude. And then you know I got to say, so this amp gets some hate because it's you know like the purest of guitar players are like, oh, it doesn't give you. But the thing has inspired me, as lame as that sounds, to play more mm-hmm. and mess around with these effects and do more with the effects. So, um, and then I tried selling that. No one wanted to buy it because. Osborne Titan is some no-name brand, but it's like a 1960-something, so I just held on to it now and fuck around with it with the pedals. Cool. So that's the excitement here. So no harmonica, no... Nope. Hmm. Well. just I'm just a boring dude, man. Just a boring dude in a boring world. Just a boring dude. All right, let's get to it. March 4th, 2019. Rudy Giuliani, every place. Miss Dunphy, you are finding a little place in the woods. Mr. Giuliani, get off the airplane in a new city. Miss Dunphy, on the airplane. Mr. Giuliani, go right to the hotel. Give the the money. Miss Dunphy, on the dining room table. Mr. Giuliani, yeah, we go right ahead whenever. Right on the floor of the living room as soon as we get in. We don't even make it to the bedroom. Mrs. Dunphy, yes. Mr. Giuliani, all the clothes come off. Miss Dunphy, oh yes, oh God. Mr. Giuliani, let the doorman wait outside to bring in the luggage. Wait, wait, <laughs> we need a little time alone. Yeah, I need a little time alone with my girlfriend here. Miss Dunphy, that's right. Mr. Giuliani, with my daughter. Miss Dunphy, that that's right. Why, wait, Mr. Wait. Giuliani, with my little girl. Miss Dunphy, that was in the uh, end of the transcript. He, with my daughter. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, just needs a little, little bit of time alone to fuck his daughter while the doorman waits outside. To Does he have, like, a weird daughter fantasy? Well, that's for you to decide. March 4th, 2019, Rudy Giuliani, I want to own you officially. Miss Dunphy, oh, yeah. Mr. Giuliani, legally, with a document. <laughs> Miss Dunphy, put your name put your name on end of transcripts. Hmm. Did you do the Matt Damon one last time? Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. Do you want to do that one again just for me? Because that was my favorite. It is a hit. It is a hit. It is a hit. March 12, 2019. Who are the other Republicans who are celebrities? That's Miss Dunphy. Mr. Giuliani. Ain't too many. Brad, uh, not Brad Pitt, the other guy that looks like him. Miss Dunphy. <laughs> Bradley Cooper? Mr. Giuliani. No, the other one. What the hell's his name? Miss Dunphy. Well, Matt Damon is very liberal. Mr. Giuliani. No, Matt Damon is a... Matt Damon's a fag. Matt Damon's also 5'2". Eyes are blue. Coochie, 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 coo. <laughs> Miss Dunphy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one I like. Eyes are blue. Coochie, coochie. Is he really only 5'2"? <laughs> I don't know that that's an accurate statement. Maybe Matt Damon can sue him. He's 5'10". Well, there he is. How tall is Rudy Giuliani? 5'8". Uh, <laughs> is he? That's America's mayor. He's probably six foot seven. Five nine and a half. Ooh, Matt Damon's got him. <laughs> you know what though? Who runs the internet? The liberal media. Oh. I I oh, I see because I <laughs> Yep. Because Yep. I was Googling it and they're five nine and a half and he's five ten. <laughs> Do you yep. think he mistake Tom Cruise and Matt Damon? Maybe I think there's a thing. A lot of actors are smaller than yeah, of course they they do a lot of stuff with that. That's like Danny Trujillo or whatever his name is. Trujillo. Yeah, he's like five foot. Yeah, he's tiny. Godzilla's only like thirty feet tall. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> I heard the new Godzilla is really good. I heard that too. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to try and get out to see it while it's in theaters. Stephen Sweetchin Music told me that that. Uh, minus was, one. I think that's what it's called. Godzilla oh. minus one. So I don't um, know if it's like a prequel or what the whole thing is, but so I'm trying not to spoilerize it. Have you watched Mindhunter at all? The Netflix. Yeah. Ser- Did they just come out with a new season? No, but we just okay. Ren- Renee and I started watching that. And that's really good. No, yeah, I watched the first two seasons. I think they only did two, and then oh, so you did watch the first? Yeah, they're like they're like saying they it went like, on a big break for some reason, and then maybe they'll. I think they were going to come back. And they're trying. Like the writer's strike did something to it. I really hope they get back to it because it's really good. Yeah, that was awesome. And they, I found a song from that show by Roxy Music, mm-hmm. where uh, the the guy is jerking himself off and the wife breaks in. Dude, that song by Roxy Music, it's like uh, every dream home has a heartache. It's so dark, dude, and it's so good. It was perfect for that. And like, I shazammed it while we were watching because I'm like, wow, this like that tune is so good. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack, there's like Spotify playlists specifically for the soundtrack of that show. <sighs> Man, uh, you know what? I did uh, big news, Joe. What's that? I hit a, an age milestone. It's not necessarily directly correlated to years, but... I think I have officially entered my Velvet Underground stage. That took you that long, huh? Yeah, dude. I just I could never get into it. It was what, just always. Was there a song that got you into it? Oh, or? sweet nothing. Which one? Oh, sweet nothing. I don't know that one off the top. Of my you head. know that one. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's everything that they were known for. Kind of like a mellow yeah. jam, and it has those like long. I mean, it's probably like a. I want to say it's probably an 8 to 12 minute song. Have you listened to Venus and Furs yet? That's You know, it's for something brown. Uh, you know it. Okay. You know it. You know it. Um, cuz they like that Velvet Underground and Nico album is real. There's like not really rock and roll on it. Like it it's like real artsy, but then they mm-hmm. got more rock and roll. Well, so I've just been listening to I mean, I think it obviously makes more sense with older artists too where albums were constructed. But uh, I've just been putting on albums. There's been very few songs I've really picked out so far and gone back and listened to. I can't even think of the ones I have at this time. But uh, do you want to know? Fuck, I don't know what that one was. You know what's funny? You say that is I've been on a uh, Elvis Costello kick. I never got Elvis Costello. I, I tried to force that one too. Velvet Underground. I was like, I'm gonna let it come to me. I know I'll eventually get into him. Elvis. I tried to force a few times and still just couldn't. So I was at Goodwill and found one of the CDs. 
and I was on a little bit of a CD kick, and so I bought it and put it in. And at first, like, the only thing with him is like after like the eighth song, like every they, they start to sound a lot alike. That was pro- part of the problem with him. Too. But I was on the Elvis Costello quick kick for a while. Oh, that's not. That that's. Do you know what that's the same chords for? Uh, is it a Creedence song? No, not Creedence, but can't you see? Oh, yeah, can't you yeah, see? yeah. Down this the this song was first. Oh yeah, okay. I thought you were fucking with me for a second. No, yeah, I know this one. Oop. No, I also thought the. The first time I heard this, or when it came on, I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. It didn't fit. It was in Loki Season 2. That's uh, actually dude, what kickstarted f- this we whole We finished thing. Loki. That was sweet. Loki is very good. Yeah. Do you ever, have you listened to Venus and Furs by them? Just <sighs> put on sure. Venus and Furs real quick. It's like their most psychedelic jam, and it's really fucking weird. And then I tried learning on guitar, and all the tabs are like, they didn't, like, like the tuning's all weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I knew... I think I probably knew and forgot that Lou Reed was the uh, the main dude in yeah. it. Yeah. And then as soon as I was like, yeah. Shiny. This is yep. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. It was in a skate video flip. Sorry, I want to say. And like, this is like Tom Penny's part. Tom Penny was a skater, mm-hmm. and like they're doing all psychedelic stuff. Waiting for my man is on that album too. But I tried to learn this and like this song and then I was trying to learn I've been on a Buzzcocks kick lately and I was never really into the Buzzcocks. And I was trying to learn some of their songs. I was playing along. That's the cool thing about that amp is you could play the songs through the amp and then mm-hmm. play to them. But I, man, I'm like, man, it just doesn't sound right. And then so it sounds like some of the Buzzcocks songs, they recorded them and they just tuned to themselves. They didn't mm-hmm. tune to a tune fork or anything. Yep. So they just tuned to themselves. And so like they're just not in, they're just in, like so it's like Try half step down. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I knew. I remember. Again, you you could tell I'm not very uh, musically audio inclined, but I knew that they had done something that they had a very unique sound for. One well, the strokes the pretty much. If I was funny. I showed them to Steve and the band and Sean and the band, my brother, and they're like, "The strokes rip the sound off, the sound off," because every. Right. I mean, you can say about anyone, but it was yeah. just not ripped off. I guess that's not the right term. But. Everyone in the 70s ripped off the Beatles or Velvet Underground. Yeah, well, then everyone in the 60s ripped off every blues artist ever, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Well, welcome back. Hopefully we can get on a normal schedule here. I know you're busy. I'm busy. <laughs> Come on. I'll start the quantum physics Come podcast. On. Big, uh, big UFC match tonight. Don't pay for it because Kobe Covington's a fucking asshole. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, he yeah. said something about his dad the, being Leon in hell. Dad, yeah. yeah, didn't he just die too? Yeah, yeah, that's cool, super cool. And then it's just a character, bro. Well, Sean Strickland, who I'm not the biggest fan of, because he's like, like he's. I don't think he's like Kobe Covington's playing a character and trying too hard. Mm-hmm. I think Sean Strickland's just stupid. Yeah, and he came out and he's like, and he was talking all this shit about Kobe, and he's like, right now if that guy was out here. He would call nine one one on me because he'd be scared to be around me. You know, like he was straight up calling him out and calling him a bitch. That's cute. Your boy Jake Paul won his last fight. Did he? Yeah. Who was that against? Uh, I saw no name. Can cool. Yeah, good for him. Oh, it was a boxer, but he like and he had a bunch of boxing matches, but he hadn't boxed in like two years. Mm-hmm. So pretty neat. Yeah, pretty neat. Any big fights coming up in UFC? Well, this Leon and Kobe Covington one is, then, and then Sean Strickland's fighting Duplessis. Um, the heavyweight title, um, you know, John Jones got hurt, so Stipe didn't fight. Um, Stipe was walking out with his wife, and he had a pretty good limp on him, so I don't know if he was hurt, if it was just the way he was walking. Um, so Aspinall um, won the heavy the the heavyweight title and called out Jones, and John Jones pretty much told him to shut up. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and then Tom Aspinall. Had an interview. Shut with, up! Like you're not good enough to fight me, or yes. Pretty much said Dana White. You know, you're pretty much said you're a nobody. Let me see if I can find it. John Jones, who's already ducking younger fighters that he thinks yeah. are up and comers, too dangerous for him. The greatest man. 
He's the greatest, greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. He's uh, supposed to be the champ right now in his best years, but he's not because he's too much of an idiot to not hit women and to not do drugs, performance-enhancing and otherwise. He's too stupid to realize, yeah, this is why you don't go to full tilt, that now he's hurt because he's going too hard in training. I'm trying to find it. John Jones, what a champion. But at one and point- a role model. That's the best thing about him. I'm trying to find it because it's really good because, like, I can't find it now, but it was pretty much like John or Tom Aspinall came out and said a bunch of stuff, and John Jones said, said all the, like, John Jones said this whole big long paragraph, and Tom Aspinall was like, you're right, sorry. <laughs> uh, where is it? Oh, man, I wish I could find it. I did like how Stipe was set up for a title fight, and then when it wasn't going to be John Jones, they're just like, ah, never mind. Yeah, that's really cool. That was really cool. I love Stipe, man, but because Stipe would probably beat Aspinall. Maybe. No, you don't think so. Maybe I don't know, man. He's forty years old. Yeah, but I mean, he's the goat, but he's also forty, like. Pavlovich and Aspinall, that was really the title fight. Yeah, well, both those guys have been the up-and-coming. They're actually, like, they've been... Yeah, make them go through an established guy that's not Curtis fucking Blades. Well, Curtis Blades... I guess they beat Volkov. Curtis Blades was pretty good, and Volkov was pretty good. But they're not great. There's no one great, though. That's the problem. Like, there's no great heavyweights. That's... The greatest heavyweight, until it's proven otherwise, is Stipe. Well, it's actually Alistair Overeem. Or not Alistair Overeem, it's Fabrice... Or... Well, he quit. Naganu. Naganu quit and doesn't want fights, so... Well, he pretty much beat Fury. Fury. Yeah. In a boxing match. Yeah. That was impressive. That was impressive. That was like... That was were, very impressive. It was very... Like, I never... I, I can't believe it. Anyway, I never hated Naganu. He always seemed like a genuine person. Yeah. Um, I liked how uncomfortable he was around Stipe. Stipe was so nice. He was just like, what the fuck? Well, this, he came up... To, came up fucking with me? <laughs> yeah, the, the whole nice shirt, shirt dude. Yeah. He, like, started to, like, posture up, and then he was like, no, man, I like this. Sure, get one. He's like, and then he's Naganu. just like, what? He's like, what? He's like, what? He even said to me, he's like, why are you so nice to me? He's like, oh, we're not out of the, you know. We got to sell a fight, man. You're supposed to call me the the Trubisky. <laughs> I was going to say hard ass <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think Stipe would ever use that word. Uh, I've met Stipe a billion times. He's very nice. Yep. He acts like he remembers me. That's how nice he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Joe. Joe! You're, um, I know you threw Kevin. Kevin, you're, you're going Kevin! <laughs> yeah, of course, man. I was getting there. I was getting there. You know, one too many shots, dude. Well, last time he did, like, he did it, I was like, oh, I put on a little bit of weight. He's like, oh, no, you look good. <laughs> what a fucking sweetheart. <laughs> Heavyweight champion of my heart. Yep. Of all of our hearts. Yeah. Are you want to get out of here? Uh, sure. All right, man. Good job. A plus. I loved it. Yeah, I hope too. you did, too. Yeah, yeah.